sir, your glove. Not mine. My gloves are on. Why then, this may be yours, for this is but one. Ah, let me see. Aye, give it me. It's mine. Sweet ornament that decks a thing divine. Ah, Sylvia. Sylvia. Madam Sylvia, Madam Sylvia. How now, Sirrah? She is not within hearing, sir. Why, sir, who bad you call her? Your worship, sir, or else I mistook. Well, you'll still be too forward. And yet I was last chidden for being too slow. Go to, sir. Tell me, do you know Madam Sylvia? She that your worship loves. Why, how know you that I am in love? Mary, by these special marks, first you have learned, like Sir Proteus, to wreathe your arms like a malcontent, to relish a love song like a robin red breast, to walk alone like one that had the pestilence, to sigh like a schoolboy that had lost his ABC, to weep like a young wench that had buried her granddam, to fast like one that takes diet, to watch like one that fears robbing, to speak pooling like a beggar at Holomas. You were wont, when you laughed, to crow like a cock. When you walked, to talk like one of the lions. When you fasted, it was presently after dinner. When you looked sadly, it was for want of money. And now you are metamorphosed with a mistress that when I look on you, I can hardly think you my master. Are all these things perceived in me? <laughs> they are all perceived without ye. Without me? They cannot. Without you? Nay, that's certain. For without you were so simple, none else would. But you are so without these follies, that these follies are within you, and shine through you like the water in a urinal, that not an eye that sees you, but is a physician to comment on your malady. But tell me, dost thou know my lady Sylvia? She that you gaze on so as she sits at supper? Oh, hast thou observed that? E even she, I mean? Why, sir, I know her not. Dost thou know her by my gazing on her, and yet knowst her not? Is she not hard-favored, sir? Not so fair, boy, as well-favored. Sir, I know that well enough. What dost thou know? That she is not so fair as, of you, well-favored. I mean that her beauty is exquisite, but her favor infinite. That's because the one is painted and the other out of all count. How painted and how out of count? Mary, sir, so painted to make her fair that no man counts of her beauty. How esteemest thou me? I account her beauty. You never saw her since she was deformed. How, how long hath she been deformed? Ever since you loved her. I have loved her ever since I saw her and still I see her beautiful. If you love her, you cannot see her. Why? Because love is blind. Oh, that you had mine eyes, or your own eyes had the lights they were wont to have when you chid at Sir Proteus for going ungartered. What should I see then? Your own present folly and her passing deformity. For he, being in love, could not see to garter his hose, and you, being in love, cannot see to put on your hose. Be like, boy, then you are in love, for last morning you could not see to wipe my shoes. True, sir. I was in love with my bed. I thank you. You swing to me for my love, which makes me the bolder to chide you for yours. In conclusion... I stand affected to her. 
I would you were set so your affection would cease. Last night she enjoined me to write some lines to one she loves. And have you? I have. Are they not lamely writ? No, boy, but as well as I can do them. Peace, here she comes. Oh, excellent motion. Oh, exceeding puppet. Now will he interpret to her. Madam and mistress, a thousand good morrows. Oh, give ye good Anne. Here's a million of manners. Sir Valentine and servant to you, two thousand. <laughs> he should give her interest, and she gives it him. As you enjoined me, I have writ your letter unto the secret nameless friend of yours, which I was much unwilling to proceed in, but for my duty to your ladyship. I thank you, gentle servant. Tis very clerkly done. Now, trust me, madam, it came hardly off. For being ignorant to whom it goes, I writ at random very doubtfully. Perchance you think too much of so much pains? No, madam, so it steads you. I will write, please your command, a thousand times as much. And yet... A pretty period. Well, I guess the sequel. And yet I will not name it. And yet I care not. And yet take this again. And yet I thank you, meaning henceforth to trouble you no more. And yet you will. And yet another yet. What means, your ladyship? Do you not like it? Yes, uh, yes. The lines are very quaintly writ, but since unwillingly, take them again. Nay, take them. Madam, they are for you. Aye, aye, you writ them, sir, at my request, but I will none of them. They are for you. I, I would have had them writ more movingly. Please, you, I'll, I'll write your ladyship another. And when it's writ, for my sake, read it over, and if it please you, so. If not, why, so. If it please me, madam, what then? Why, if it please you, take it for your labor, and so good morrow, servant. Oh, just unseen, in inscrutable, invisible, as, as a nose on a man's face or a weathercock on a steeple. My master sues to her, and she hath taught her suit her, he being her pupil, to become her tutor. Oh, excellent device. Was there ever heard a better that my master being scribe to himself should write the letter? How now, sir? What are you reasoning with yourself? Nay, I was rhyming. Tis you that have the reason. To do what? To be a spokesman for Madame Sylvia. To whom? To yourself. Why, she woos you by a figure. What figure? By a letter, I should say. Why, she hath not writ to me! What need she? What need she when she hath made you write to yourself? Why, do you not perceive the jest? No, believe me! No believing you indeed, sir. But did you perceive her earnest? She gave me none except an angry word. Why, she hath given you a letter. That's the letter I writ to her friend. And that letter hath she delivered, and there an end. I would it were no worse. 
I'll warrant you tis as well, for often have you writ to her, and she in modesty, or else for want of idle time, could not again reply, or fearing else some messenger that might her mind discover, herself hath taught her love himself to write unto her lover. All this I speak in print, for in print I found it. Why muse you, sir? Tis dinner time. I have dinned. Aye, but hearken, sir. Though the chameleon love can feed on the air, I am one that am nourished by my victuals and would fain have meat. Oh, be not like your mistress. Be moved, be moved. <laughs>